Monsters, Myths, and Mayhem podcast. This here is Silver. And Chaotic. <laughs> Why do you do this to me? Every time. Because I like to see panic. The audacity. Some... Oh, okay, buddy. <laughs> see your VTuber panic at the moment. Yeah. She just keeps going all over the place. She's just having a moment, okay? So this is episode 60. But our guest episode is next episode. For those so we're going to pretend wondering. this is 61. Yes. And we'll go back in time next week. Okay. So you guys just pretend with yes. us. This is a leap into the future. And then the next week will be 60 with our new guest. Our new, you shall have fun with our new guest. De- <coughs> our new we'll guest. Yeah. We'll have. <laughs> <laughs> we will have fun with our new guest. New traveler uh-huh. next week. Yes. So chaotic. Would you like to know what this episode is about? Uh, yes, please. What is a video game that is old and still being remade over and over again that you know of that has dragons? Okay. <laughs> Were you gonna guess? I'm. It's a very popular like, video game. It's a very popular video game. Yes. Can I have a hint? Uh, it has weaponized yelling. Weaponized yelling. Yes. There's dragons, weaponized yelling, more medieval man magic in it. Is it Skyrim? It is Skyrim. Okay. I thought I was losing my mind. I was like, there's no shot. I don't know that I've ever witnessed weaponized yelling. It's their um, dragon shouts. When watching or, oh, okay, okay. Okay. Fustro duh. You were very specific with weaponized <laughs> yelling. This creature has a uh, strong appearance in Skyrim. If you've played it before, it is uh, the Draugr. Okay. You happen to remember what they are? If I took a guess right now, I'd be shooting myself in the foot. So I'm going to let you do that. So the Draugr are an undead creature. Scandinavia, Norse, Viking folklore, literature, and mythology. So they are both undead. They're both zombies and ghosts, kind of. Uh, sometimes they are referred to as sparrow dwellers or again walkers. The Draugr live in their graves, guarding their treasures that they amassed through the their lives. They're usually buried with it. They're considered reverent reverence. Or animated corpses okay. with a actual body. Okay. A corporeal body. There's also another type of Draugr that is just sailors who died at sea, and but they weren't buried in the right way. So they come back with like seaweed to disguise themselves as. Seaweed. Yeah, they have like seaweed hats and hair and they disguise themselves so they can grab people from their ships. Old Greg. Hi, I'm old Greg. He might be a drowner. 
I it would not surprise me if that's what he was like described as. Draugr's are usually Viking warriors, and they retain their skills from being alive as well. So they like they retain all of the physical knowledge of how to fight. Yep. Okay. So they can fight just as well dead as alive. Love they, that. Hate it. I mean, hate it, but love it. <laughs> they uh, also, their appearance is usually, you know, just how they died, they look like. Ew. Except they're not immune to decomp- decomposition. Oh, so like, let's just say that man gets disemboweled. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's not decomposed. He's just out here with his entrails hanging out. Yes, and he's slowly Valid. decomposing. He's not immune to oh, it. Not immune, just slow? Yes. It's slowed okay. down, and their skin turns blue and black, like it's frostbitten or frozen usually. But draugers usually lose who they are, when, or people lose who they are when they become draugers. Mm-hmm. Because they're just bodies left behind that reanimate pretty much. Their spirits and stuff are still kind of move on. Some sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. From what I've seen, uh, so they're not actually themselves when they become them. Because I believe Norse Scandinavian religion about death. There's like five parts to a person, and then they all go different places when you die, but the body usually stays there. But the body also gains some supernatural abilities. Uh-huh. Can you guess the supernatural abilities these draugers get? Mm, are we talking like supernatural, like super strength? Or are we talking like supernatural, like spirit control? Oh, super strength is one. Um, What about super speed? They are, they are uncannily fast. fast. Yes. Okay. They seem to have an extra long stride, they say. Ah, uh, yes. Naturally, when you're dead. Get that extra running power mm-hmm. that you didn't have when your lungs didn't work while you were alive. Yeah. <laughs> Remove that limiter in the brain. Yeah. You can just, you can just run. Just do your best. Um, so we got super strength, super speed. I don't know. Give me another one. They can change their size. That's not what I was expecting. I wasn't ready for that. They can grow bigger usually if they want to. They can also shape change. I hate that. So I got a question for you. Yeah. If they keep their injuries of death, so say my entrail buddy here, okay, my mm-hmm. guy that got gutted, say Dorfin. he wants to turn into a warthog, okay, he just yeah. he's decided this is what he wants to do with life. Is he still gutted? Just for rule cool, I'd probably say yes. Wild. Literally wild. I haven't really seen that. My reference here for the shape changing is uh, shape shifting the seal with human. They can sometimes shape shift into seals with human like eyes. A draugr and Icelandic folktales collected in the modern age can also change into a great flayed bull, a gray horse with a broken back but no ears or tail, and a cat that would sit upon a sleeper's chest and grow steadily heavier until the victim is suffocated. I hate that. The draugers also have an ability to curse people. Just by curse looking at people. them. Yes. 
They can curse them to have bad luck, curse them to die, curse them to be forgotten. They are strong cursors. They also can enter the dreams of living and will leave behind gifts if they do to make sure that the people know that they were actually visited. What these gifts may entail varies. And I'm not sure what that means. Probably nightmares, if I had to guess. The draggers can also bring disease to a village. They can create darkness during daylight hours, since they prefer to be active during the nighttime, but they are not vulnerable to sunlight. They are not vulnerable to sunlight? Nope. Wow. So I can't like... You know what? Like, you know, you know, I, I exist in the idea that if I turn on my house lights, I'm safe. You know what I mean? Like if I turn on my lights in my room, I'm safe. So you're just telling me these guys should just walk in and just be like, no. Yeah. They'll just walk right into it. And uh, heck, they can even just touch your house and make your house completely pitch black. Even with lights on. Because they can Disgusting. create their own darkness. Nasty. Hate it. Send it back. They can also kill you. By giving you bad luck. They can give you bad luck? Yes. Bad enough to kill so you. So what are what are they going to do when they pull up to my house and I already have all of the bad luck? Like, what do they do? They just stare in instantential crisis? Probably. Or just, they just keep turning your lights off. Every time you turn lights on, they just turn them off. That's some fucking audacity for me. They don't pay <laughs> bills in this house. <laughs> they, these guys have lots of abilities. So, another ability is they can sink into the ground to escape. They can just like... They can oh. what? <laughs> they just sink into the ground to escape. That is absolutely disgusting. I want no part of these. Some people even say they can pass through walls. Even though they have a physical body, they can just walk right through the walls. Just, just walk right on through. Mm -hmm. Does the wall... Like, how does that even work? Does the wall just disappear? Cause like homeboys, is it or is it like a like a zombie situation where we're just like removing limbs and sliding under like creases? I don't. I think it's more well, of like a kitty pride situation. Wow. Where they just so they really are out here, just powerful as shit for no reason. Yep. They get Viking fighting skills. They got all these powers. They could even make you a drowger, but it's not contagious like a vampire contagious. Would you like to know how contagious a Draugr is? Yes. It doesn't have to bite you to turn you into a Draugr. It just has to kill you and put you in its grave. I literally hate that. <laughs> like, and I don't think that you've named a single thing about these guys that I'm not, like, absolutely dreading. So, yeah, he kills you, puts you in his grave, he passes on to the next life, then you become the Draugr. Wow, so this motherfucker really said, here, take my problems. Yep, and he goes on wow. to hell. Oh, is that where you go no matter what when you're a jogger? H-E-L, not H-E-L-L. -L. Oh, hell. Oh, okay, Norse mythology. Norse, Norse mythology. Yep. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the right track. I'm here. I want to go visit hell. Hello? Mm -hmm. She's a very nice lady. Yes, to some people. She'd be nice to me. I'd be nice to her. It's fine. So, to get a jogger... They form when a person dies, and they, they have a strong greed or just a general nasty person. 
or if they have uh, a anger against like their sons, they have bad relationship with their kids. If they die sitting up or die standing by an accidental death, if they they can be formed if they died being executed. So there's lots of ways to become a draugr. A body can turn into a draugr if it's buried outside of a church's yard. Yeah, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll add to the conversation right there. I don't know, it can be pretty interesting to become one. You're not all there, though, so. Yeah, it does kind of suck that you're not all there. I highly doubt that you would be able to become a draugr. Oh? Yeah, because it's usually Why? nasty or greedy people, and you're one of the nicest people there is. Well, that's a lie. But thank you for trying to, you know, like, let our viewers know something nice. <laughs> <laughs> if you're buried outside a churchyard or die standing up or sitting, it's a little chance, but I highly doubt you would get. I just, I feel like... I don't I don't really know where my train of thought was going. It had a it had a destination and then it derailed. But like I feel like it wouldn't be like obviously you not being all there would suck, but it like why that's what it was. That's what it was. Why would they give all of the greedy nasty people all these powers when they die? It just doesn't seem right. Why give them more incentive to be nasty people? Well, I think from the research I've seen and heard is that the Draugr was originally written and talked about, story told, because the Norse didn't really do much of their own writing or artwork for their creatures. So they, it fell on a lot of Christians usually ended up writing stuff for them. And some, most, some of the stories ended up being Nasty ones turned into these powerful creatures because they didn't convert to Christianity and they were outcast for being uh, a different religion. There is some ways to stop the transformation to a Draugr. Okay, listening, adhering, taking notes. So they would, to keep people turning into Draugrs at death, they would put iron shears on the on their chest, bind their toes together, and then drive iron nails through their soles of their feet. They would then also hide twigs of grass in their clothing and wrap them up. They would not use the door to leave the house of the victim's home, the dead person's home. They would use, they would either cut a hole in the wall, they would use a special door made to carry dead people out of because if you leave through the door they will remember how to get back in the house so once they like, cut the hole and they'll board the wall back up so they won't know how to get back to the house sometimes they, when they're walking and carrying the body they'll spin it around a couple times they make it confused so it can't find its way back what the what in the actual fudge? Mm -hmm. I'm mortified right now. And since they can't enter your door, but if they can find their way back to the house, they'll do what is called roof riding, which is making a bunch of noise on the roof in order to get you to come outside and take a look at what's on the roof. 
no no that's like horror number one don't go look for the noise <laughs> like unless they're doing it on christmas and even then it's sketchy because i know about krampus yeah you know what i mean like it's not worth all that since you now hate the draugr would you like to know how to end the draugr no you would not like to know how to end the draugr no, because you you started off the conversation with how to prevent becoming one with shit like nails in their feet. <laughs> so I can only yeah. imagine how we're killing it, Silver. There's a couple ways that I've seen. So, to kill a Draugr is very difficult, as you can imagine. The first way, they say, is you have to wrestle it back into its grave. You got me fucked up. <laughs> So you gotta wrestle this uh, superhuman strength, size changing, dragger. Yeah, that sounds like a great time. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just it's mm-hmm. just like Luffy from One Piece, where he just grabs the zombie and shoves it back into the grave. Uh huh. Then another way that is more more commonly used is you have to chop off its head with an iron sword. This just immobilizes it. What you then got to do is burn the body. Then throw the ashes into the sea. Into the sea. Into the sea. Under the sea. If you don't do all this, it will just reanimate itself. Bro, that's exhausting. I'm just going to let it kill me and make me one at that point. I'm going to be real honest. Or I'm going to shove a nail up my foot. (laughs) So, like... That is all my notes. Shall we move on to media? Yes. I'm ready for media. I'm prepared. As I mentioned earlier, Skyrim. That's the most common one I know of that have draugrs in them. But they're a little weaker than mythological draugrs. They don't quite have as many powers. There was a lot of them. Usually in the tombs and such. Uh, do you think Jason's a draugr? You know... That could be lit, because he never dies. Yep, from Friday the 13th, he never dies. He has superhuman strength. He seems to phase through things. You right. But he, you know, we've shown that he uses, like, underground tunnels and stuff a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he does, like, just be busting through doors and shit. Um, and he doesn't die. Like, nobody's ever actually figured out, like, a ritual that would make, like, actually have him die. That's wild to think about. So what if they used ritual like the Draugr's do on the Draugr's on him, maybe? Cut off his head and burn him. I don't know enough Jason lore. Yeah, he has, he doesn't, I mean, he's gone as far as like, there's been a Jason in hell and like a Jason in outer space. Um, So he's had quite a bit happen to him. Um, But nobody's ever like, you know, like you said, like dragged him and wrestled him back into his grave. You know, like, like mm-hmm. nobody's ever tried to do any of that. They throw him in the water, but he comes back up. Obviously. Which is wild, because technically his burial place is the water. So... It's not a specific grave mound. Right. That's you. You're right. You're right. Because I bet his mom did make an actual burial site for him. Mm -hmm. And is he guarding something? Is he guarding the camp? Yeah. Yeah, he guards camp. Mm -hmm. Just like the Draugr guards the treasure. this is cool. This is wild. (laughs) Who knew? I wonder if they know about, like, the mythology. Maybe. It's a high possibility they do. Unless they just so happen to 
because is he technically a reverend? Because Jason's not a zombie. Not so, technically. So I'd say he's closer to a Draugr than anything else yeah. I can think of. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> Who knew a Draugr was going to end up being my favorite um, favorite myth? Yeah. I still don't like any part of this. Just imagine if Jason had all these powers. But he technically does. Like, all of their luck runs out when they show up to camp. Yeah. The, he makes everything dark. He's, like, known for making, like, taking out the electricity in the houses. And, you know, it's by an axe with the generator, but it's the same. It makes the area like, darkness. meaning. Back in Draugr time, he could blow out all the candles. Yeah. Wow. He can stop a car. Supernatural strength. Yeah. Yeah, he moves. Uh, he's one of those killers where if you're walking, he will catch up to you. Yep. Or, Extra I'm sorry, long he stride. could be walking and still catch up to you. Not not if you're walking, he'll catch up to you because that's like, duh. But like if you're running, he could still be walking and catch up to you. And he like stomps because he walks so fast. He carries an axe. Vikings carried axes. Mm -hmm. He kind of shapeshifts. Kind of a little bit. Yeah. He has multiple forms. He uh he always represents how he died in those forms. So he has like a waterlogged version that's like ribs are exposed and stuff. So he keeps his injuries. And then after. the Jason from Hell yeah. has like fire and stuff. Wow. Connections. This is wild. Uh well, other places <laughs> you can catch Draugr's is probably the god of war, Ragnarok. Has some. Uh -huh. They look a little different. I'm sure there's other places in books and other podcasts as well. I know there's a Draugr song I've seen. Mm -hmm. That's all I had. Ready for Mayhem? Yes. Would you like to start? As always. As always. If there was a group of them, I feel like we'd be in major trouble. If there was like a, like say there was a group of them and they like were, let's use like Louisiana as a an example. Um, say they could in entirely protect the or guard the proximity of New Orleans. Yes. That would be wild to have like a whole city where they're guarding it and they just kind of run rampant. Now, if there was like one in New Orleans, we could like maybe band together to, to get rid of it. Yeah. But if there's like say there's like 10 around the entire proximity of New Orleans, it's going to be rough. It would be rough going with multiple of them. Like an entire clan just became, or yeah, entire clan just became Draugr's. It would be much harder, like you said, if there was like a clan of them. Like if there was just a whole mass of them, it would be it would be a lot harder for like if there was just one of them, we could maybe band together ten people and successfully could take down one. We might even we might lose some people. Like it might get real sketchy. But I feel like if 10 of us really tried and we made a plan, we could we could get rid of one. But like if there's 10 of them, it's going to easily need to take like 100 to 150 of us and we're all going to have to be on the same fucking page. Yeah, I think it might even take more than 10, maybe 25 or so. Just because yeah, I'm saying 10 is like a bare minimum, like attempt. 10 in a good plan. We have to have like... Yeah, t 10 with a good plan. Like, we're the ones controlling the situation. Like, we lure it out and do some, like, mystery ink shit. But, like, 
it it would definitely be we would have to we would have to utilize tech technology like updated day to day things to do that. Because yeah. I don't even Make think uh, guns would work because it's it's got to be head them with an iron weapon. Right, right, right. But like I'd imagine, just kind of like vampires, like if you disassemble them, it slows them down. Probably yes. So like if we shot his arms and legs off with like a shotgun. Mm-hmm. We could we could work on how to you know what I mean. So I think bare minimum, ten people with a good plan. For one, and yes. that's that's like in a worst case scenario, we can't get more people to help. But like easily over a hundred and fifty or so for a group of them. Yeah. So I feel like a group of them would be severely problematic. Another issue that we'd come across would be fighting them when they still retain their Viking fighting skills. Yeah, yeah, Vikings were pretty ruthless. Yes. But one, you could avoid the entire area. You could just leave. But then what happens when they keep doing it all over the place? You know what I mean? Like, what happens when every every city's getting guarded? Because like you said, it's easily it's easily contagious. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. It, it just, I mean, if we only, if we like just had 10 and they were just in New Orleans and that's the most that ever happened, we could just leave New Orleans. Not that Nolan's uh, people are gonna like that, okay? But we could just abandon it. However, what happens when they're like mm, more over here, mm, more over here? What if one wakes up and it's like, you know what? I really don't feel like guarding this city. I'm gonna go over here. I think that's just against its nature. Not no, just because. Okay, so you're telling me that if one buries me in its tomb, I automatically have the guard where it was darting. No, I'm not really sure on that one. Exactly. So I'm going to wake up and be like, you know what? New York sounds nice this time of year. And I'm going to go to New York and then we've got more problems. I think you just head back to your own place, your house. They guard your house. Oh, cool. So I'm going to guard my my kids are fucked, bro. <laughs> we see, much. this is the issue here. This is the issue. Okay. This is the problem here. So like, I feel like if there was one of them. They'd be a problem, but they wouldn't be as big of a problem. Somebody could, like, help solve that issue. Whereas if there was multiple of them, it would definitely be a bigger, scarier issue. And, if like, just think about ten motherfucking Jasons at Camp Crystal Lake. Absolutely not. One is hard enough with, like, a group of ten people. And, and, you know, they're ill-prepared. They're the ones getting ambushed, so they don't know what to do. Usually it's two of them that come together and, like, barely subdue him enough to get out of the area. It'd be just become Camp uh, Jason Lake at that time. <laughs> Camp Voorhees? Yes. Camp Jason Lake. I can't with you. I first named him. <laughs> Chaos. Chaos is what happens when supernaturally strong zombies come out to play. Then they'll just curse everybody and they'll die later on, even if exactly. they win. It, doesn't Jason have a curse too? He does, yes. Shall we wrap things up since we're running a little low on time? Yes. We are wrapping things up to the outro. Thank you all for listening. Thanks to our patrons for supporting us. We got Ruby, Mondi, Thor, Loki, and Nuggies. Thank you all so much. It means a lot. Chaotic. Any news? 
Um, yes, today on the day of recording was Silver's birthday. So if you had, did not tell Silver a uh, happy birthday when we were recording this episode, um, just, you know, spam him with happy birthdays upon listening. Okay, thank you. And he's also, he's old. He's older than I am. So make sure you remind him he's old. I am turning 275. Correct. Actually, you're turning 300. Chaotic is only 20. No, no, I am 290 and you are 300. Okay. Yes. I still have 10 years. And you too can live this long. You just got to become a drowger. Correct. Please spread the word of the podcast. Word of mouth is appreciated. Oh, oh. Yes. by the time. Oh, my God, please. Um, By the time everybody's listening to this, um, my my Storytellers in the Fog podcast is out and live on all podcast uh, areas. So if anybody would like to listen to that, please feel free. It all it. uploaded today. Chaotic with the outro. Thank you for listening to the Monsters, Myths, and Mayhem podcast. Silver and Chaotic take you into the depth of the lore and discuss how these legends should affect modern day society. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or almost any podcast service easiest to you. Dive into the depths of chaos with us every Wednesday, bar Silver and Chaotic not missing their scheduling, and consider joining the podcast Discord or Twitter following for more insider looks and even some D&D sessions. If you'd like some extra special inside looks or even want to be a guest on the show, consider helping us via Patreon. Your help makes such a big difference to us both. Until next time, Mythics, you never know what kind of mayhem we might get into. Thank you for listening to the Monsters, Miss, and Mayhem podcast. Silver and Chaotic take you into the depth of the lore and discuss how these legends can... <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Silver! I only have so long! Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Monsters, Miss, and Mayhem podcast. Why do you hate me? <laughs>